Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Uh, we got ourselves a good old-fashioned broken heart in the world of the NFL. We're going to get to that here coming up in just a couple of minutes. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can always find the show on the iHeartRadio app. You can listen to us on Sirius XM Channel 83 and on all of our fantastic and wonderful Fox Sports Radio affiliates. All across the country, we appreciate you being part of the program as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. So I'm a uh, firm believer that you can either use your past or you can let your past use you. Now what I mean by that is I think there's a thin line between healthy and an unhealthy edge. You know, using prior experiences in a healthy way to move forward to kind of benefit you long term, but it's a thin line because you can it's bordering on the, on the verge of unhealthy and if you don't take care of it, if you don't watch yourself, then it becomes a little bit of an issue, all right? Like if somebody breaks your heart and everybody's had their heart broken at some point or another, somebody breaks your heart 
it's fine to be hurt. It's fine to be upset. Fine to be a little bit angry. Fine to be depressed. That's all right. It's also fine to use all of that and to have your guard up against happening to you again. Like, to learn from your experience. We're always taught that. You know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. All the old tired cliches. So it's okay to have a healthy sort of hurt when you come out of a relationship. You feel like you got your heart broken. It's okay. It's healthy. But um, there's a big difference between being so upset at your ex over the breakup and learning from it and being so upset at your ex over the breakup that you carve screw you Megan in your arm with a Guinness bottle opener that she won you in a St. Patty's Day raffle last month. Big difference. Okay. One of them is sort of a healthy, I'm going to learn from this, keep my guard up. I'm not going to get hurt next time. You know, I'm going to be very careful. I'm going to pay attention to some of the warning signs. And the other is bordering on psychotic. That's the type of stuff that leads to restraining orders and things like that. You don't want to be that guy. If you are that guy, if you are currently in your car driving by your ex's house to make sure she's not out with anybody or coming home with anybody, whatever you're doing right now, turn around and go back home because you're bordering on being a complete loser. All right? Go live your life. Do your thing. Live a healthy one. All right? So I just believe that there's a thin line and you really got to watch it, okay? Like one of one angle of that sort of appears to be a little more healthy than the than the other, you know? Like go go towards the healthier one. So I say that because if you're Des Bryant of the of formerly of the Dallas Cowboys, stop talking. Stop. It's enough. We got it, man. Like we we get it. You're bummed out. Just stop talking. That's it. We, we 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 get it. You're hurt. The Cowboys released you. The Cowboys decided they wanted to part ways with Des Bryant on Friday. They didn't even offer him a pay cut. He was due to make about $16 million this upcoming season. I don't think it's that much of a shock to anybody. Des Bryant is no longer a Dallas Cowboys. Skills are diminishing all of that stuff. It's not really that much of a surprise. So Des Bryant initially, a little bit hurt. But you know what? You can use it and you can learn from it. It was healthy. It was a healthy kind of hurt. Des Bryant decided, you know, I'm going to uh, send a couple of tweets out after the announcement. You know, just a couple of tweets. Just let people know how I'm feeling. Go to Twitter, interact with my fans a little bit, and just let them know. And um, it's a bit much because there were two or three. And, uh, yeah, it uh, continued. Because after he decided to send those tweets out, Des Bryant, you know, because he's moving on from that prior relationship that he can't stop talking about, after Des Bryant decided to send a couple of tweets out, he went on the NFL Network with Jane Slater on Friday and had the following to say. I'm not here to bash anybody, but I got to keep it real. Jerry Jones, he loved me to death, and I love him too. I honestly believe in my heart. You know, this was a hard decision for him, but when it's... Five or six guys at a table against one guy, you got to do it. I believe that. Garrett guys, I would say that. So you're saying Garrett guys yeah. worked against you? I believe that. I truly believe it. I'm not trying to call anybody out, but at the same time, you know, this situation was very unfair to me. And I'll put it that way. It was it was an unfair situation, you know, because you know, if they did want to, you know, get rid of me, they could have told me that. You know, they could have told me that. And... I would have respect that. Now, 
Um, I appreciate Des Bryant for what he's doing. All right now, I appreciate that, and it has nothing to do with him sort of airing his laundry out and and sort of this is how he's coping with the situation. I appreciate it because it helps what I do for a living, and uh, selfishly. I like the honesty, and I like the fact that the guy is so bothered by this that he is taking this approach, and I will immediately, after finding out about my release, go on to Twitter a couple different times, and then I'll do an interview, and I'll basically throw everybody under the bus. I'm into it, man. Thank you. Thank you for providing the content. But um, it hasn't stopped. He has not stopped. Even since the interview, it has not stopped. If you ever wanted a retweet from Des Bryant, now is your lucky time. All right, now is the time to strike. If you wanted to be seen or you wanted to interact with Des Bryant, if he won you some money in a fantasy football league a couple of years ago, for whatever reason, Des Bryant is your guy. If now is the time to go ahead and get your tweet retweeted or looked at or seen by Des Bryant because he has totally made the rounds on social media. All right, In fact, just send him a Photoshop of him in your favorite team's jersey, like you're trying to recruit him there, and I promise you, you're either going to get a like or a retweet from Des Bryant. I promise you, okay? But at some point, doesn't somebody close to Des Bryant kind of pull him aside and say, hey, man, um, yeah, it's over. You know, like, uh, <laughs> this is fun, man. Uh couple more, and that's it. We're going to call it a night, huh, Des? We're just going to go ahead and move on from this. We're going to go ahead and move on. We're going to learn from this, all right? Listen, uh, it, it happened. You're bummed out about it. You're bothered about the situation. You feel like the Dallas Cowboys screwed you a little bit. You feel like there were people in the locker room that kind of screwed you. We got it. Totally understood. Fair enough, Des. We, we, will, we will make sure we will make sure that we get past this and we're stronger. And nobody's done a thing. And if they have, he hasn't listened to them. Because he has spent the better part of Friday doing interviews, being passive-aggressive, and then going to social media and liking or retweeting whatever team or combination of tweets from a franchise that he gets over and over and over again. I saw him retweet one from the Houston Texans. I saw another one from a Giants fan he retweeted. I am seeing the Washington Redskins. Like all every almost every single team in the NFL has reached out to Des Bryant. Almost every single team, never mind the fact that his skills have diminished a little bit. Never mind the fact that he may not have the best reputation in a locker room, but almost every single fan base has reached out to Des Bryant and he has retweeted all of them. Like I under I get it, man. You know, you're hurt. Your heart's broken, you're motivated, get after it. Everybody's been there. Do what you need to do to feel better for the moment, okay? Make it a moment that you grow from, all right? Cut loose for a couple of days. Go hang out with your friends. Put the phone down and just go live your life and not think about anything. Get your mind off it. Everybody is entitled to that. Everybody should do that. You'll think more clearly. You'll come back and you'll feel better, and then you can attack whatever it is your next step is going to be. All of that is healthy, all of it is understandable. We've all been there. We've all done that. We've been around people who needed that. It's all fair, all good. But when you start driving by the house in the middle of the night or calling and hanging up or trying to hook up with her friends, just hoping she finds out about it because it's kind of the same thing, then we got a whole nother set of issues. All right. Then the restraining orders start flying. Then, you know, other family members get involved. And now we got a bigger issue. Des Bryant can use his past in Dallas, he can talk about how motivated he is, and he can finish out his career strong. Right now, though, that dude's letting his past use him. 
<laughs> like he because he cannot he cannot let it go for whatever reason there in Dallas. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox is the phone number eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. You can also uh, get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to geico.com 15 minutes ago. If you tuned into the show and you want to hear all sorts of Major League Baseball talk, you can go ahead and tune right out. We will not touch on a single baseball topic on this show. Oh, man. Because we're really into, you know, like halfway decent radio. Up next here on Fox Sports Radio, we do need uh, to apologize to you, all right? Something was done on this show that has many people outraged, offended, bothered, pissed off, and a little broke. So we will apologize. We'll do that next here and find out why here on Fox Sports Radio. Why? Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, by the way, David Anderson, long lost BFF of the show. Dave's been uh, doing some other things and, uh, and and taking care of business. He has not been on with us for a few weeks. Dave is going to be here in about 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, I actually want to ask him about this Des Bryant stuff just from a receiver standpoint. Dave played in the NFL for like seven years as a receiver because I want to know when it all went away. Like when did you feel like, oh, man, I don't got it anymore. Like it is just not – this is not a good situation. You know, like this this, this isn't working out for me. So we will talk to Dave. Uh, always a good time uh, coming up here in about 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, I do want to welcome in the crew here on FSR. They're going to be riding shotgun with me until 6 a.m. Eastern time here. Ladies and gentlemen, Iowa Sam is in the building. Yeah. Good to the last Tech drop. producer extraordinaire, yes. a show favorite. He's Thank got you. a fan club that ranges right. from from like one to three. And, uh, and Iowa digits. Sam is here. I am here. Ready to hear David Anderson? I'm sure he's been uh, he's been a dad lately. Yeah, he's taking very time busy. to be a dad. Yeah, he's yeah. Been very very busy. Dave's uh, got a young child, and yes. so uh, look, duty calls, man. Absolutely. But uh, but he was able to carve out a few minutes of us in the middle of the night. So he's anytime, awesome. uh, yeah, no, he's great. So anytime, uh, you know, he can uh, join us is always a good time. Uh, Mike Mayer's your executive producer here at Fox Sports Radio. A great block by Mike Mayer, number sixty. What's happening, Jonas? Uh, hey, listen, Mike. Uh, I we both know what's about to happen. Okay, we oh, bo- yeah. we both we both understand what is about to happen. Yeah. All right. Um, when we are going to get to this apology, um, because uh, <laughs> Mike Mayer, uh. the uh, the chalk outline has already been placed, and uh, we will get to Mike Mayer coming up here in just a minute. Okay, so just uh, everybody there, because I have somebody who's already tweeted into me. I can't wait to see what the tease is. You're going to apologize for something, so we we will get to that coming up here in a minute. Uh, Kevin Figures, by the way, is your national update anchor. You shut your damn mouths, and you stand to your feet, and you give this man an applause, and you do it right now. You do it right now, damn it. Good luck! Okay. okay, you can all be seated now. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Doing you, you may be seated. Glad to be here, Jonas. How you I, doing, bro? I love being Kevin's hype man. There is a no no big it's like my favorite thing to do. Be Kevin's hype man. And I love you being my hype man there, Jonas. <gasps> Better than Ralph. Well, this is true. I hate Ralph. Well, hate is a strong word. I, I'm kidding. 
Ralph, Ralph's uh, Ralph's a good guy. He's uh, it's, it's Aloha, brother. <laughs> no, 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 no. Come on, no. Uh, so, uh, so Shut Kevin up, figures Ralph. here. Uh, Kevin, uh, nothing to worry about in L.A. with the Dodgers. All good. All, All is well. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. Oof. All is well. Listening to uh, your guy. Uh, I, I'm a big fan of David Vasse's uh, locally here on AM570 LA Sports in yes. LA. Oof. You can tell he's a red ass when they lose. Only when they lose? He wears it, man. That's what makes him great. I love I love Dave. So, oh, um, Hearing Dave react to, to a lot of the callers on Dodger Talk, win or lose, is it's the best. highlight of my night. Oh, it's the best. Oh, I, I I love it. So um so you know the whole crew is here until six a.m. Eastern time here on Fox Sports Radio. All right. So last week was a very controversial show for people that did not listen to it. You may have heard the podcast. Um, I apparently offended a big group of people. All right, and so I anticipated getting a little bit of backlash for what I said about the Masters at Augusta. All right, I expected to get a little bit of backlash because. I simply pointed out that it's way too overdramatic because it is. All right. Like it's the same stories every year. Uh, it's the same. It, it's over and over with the music and the guy, you know, talk about just the struggles and the triumphs and all this other stuff. And it's like, man, like, like really, what's the struggle here? Um, the country club you grew up playing golf at uh, ran out of bagels one morning. I mean, what are we talking about here? It just it it's just it doesn't it it gets to the point where I'm like I just I can't hear it's too over dramatic I like the Masters but come on man and so I got a lot of heat from uh, people in uh, in Augusta were offended by some of the things that I said uh, people uh, in the golf community were a little bothered by some of the things that I said um, and they questioned my expertise when it came to golf so I got a lot of that over the early part of the week and then um. You would think that that would be the apology, that I would sit here and I would say, listen, for those that I offended in the city of Augusta, for those that I may have offended in the golf community, I would like to apologize. Uh, Unfortunately, I will not do that. I will not do that because I don't feel the least bit bad for anything that I said. Not even for a second. I believe that it was all a very, I believe it was all very accurate, mixed in with a little bit of sarcasm that uh, that fanboys and ball washers of the sport of golf are unable to take and, and really joke around with because they take the sport and themselves way too seriously like many people in the sport do. So I will not be apologizing for that. And in fact, I won't be apologizing for anything. But somebody on this show will. And that somebody is Mike Mayer, our executive producer here at Fox Sports Radio, who owes many of you an apology because not only did he cost you... um an enjoyable Sunday evening, but he cost you a little bit of coin as well, too. I went so far as to promote Mike Mayer last week on social media as the, quote, number one handicapper as far as pro wrestling goes in all of sports radio. So Mike Mayer came on the air. There was a WrestleMania event last week, and Mike Mayer fired off five picks, five winners, basically like handing you, if you bet $100, 500 bucks for you to go have a good time with. Mike, how'd, how'd you do last week? I was under five hundred at yeah. two and three. Yeah. yeah. So that means that he that you all lost because of Mike Mayer. You lost. So I this entire buildup for what a great handicapper Mike Mayer was, because he's normally spot on with this stuff. We promote it, we build it, people are asking, people are watching, it's a huge event. And all of a sudden Mike puts up a a, a four hundred winning percentage in the biggest event of the year. What the F? 
I had my Cleveland moment, my fumble at the one-yard line, man. I don't know what else to say. How can you cost people money on a scripted sporting event? I'll, I'll be honest with you. I blame Vince McMahon because one of those matches was not supposed to go that way. Everybody knew that there was that Brock Lesnar was was probably going to leave, and then all of a sudden, what the f happened? He won. Wow. I, I wasn't supposed to see that. I didn't know. Well, listen. Uh, so, uh, so I would. I think the the best thing to happen is, uh, Mike. I think you you may owe you know people an apology for uh, for going two and three and for costing them some money. On it's a one time deal. It's not going to happen again. I'm so okay. I'm so I'm sorry, America. God, you and if you, don't, don't you shouldn't have apologized, man. Say f it. Put your middle fingers up and say well, deal. Well, with well it. no. I'm going to say that to the to the people that to the people that actually went to the betting window and bet and took my advice. Screw it. I mean, it's it's not it's not my yeah, problem get, that you lost yes, money. Yes. Double that, barrel, yes, middle finger. Yes. yes screw it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you pull them out of the holster, man. Pretend like you're putting makeup on and I, put the middle finger out. I'm not I'm not I'm not a guy in WWE creative team. I don't know what they're going to yeah, do if they're going to make the last deci- last decision. That's not my Go fault. Go for it, man. Let her rip, Mike. Look, you middle fingers, man. And whatever you do, like throw the middle finger up like you're doing right now in the studio, but don't put your thumb out to the side. Uh, that's a little uh, you know, Got a little excited there. By the way, if you are one of those people, if you're a man out there that puts your thumb to the side when you flip somebody off while you're driving, just understand how that looks. All right? Understand. All right. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Guy tweets in and goes, uh, holy bleep, does Jonas ever sleep? Hashtag Iron Man. Yeah, I mean, how many more examples do you guys need week in and week out until you realize I'm half machine, half metrosexual? I don't know what else I got to do here. You can light me on fire. You can. With no hose. This is Knox time right here. Damn straight. Um, so Des Bryant is very offended. He's bothered by the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys decided they were going to release uh, Des Bryant, and so he is taken to social media. He's very upset about it, and he continues to tweet, continues to do interviews, and continues to be very bothered. And just at some point, I, I just I really think one of his buddies or somebody within his agency or somebody somewhere has got to say, "Hey, uh, hey, man, um, you know, like." <laughs> Uh, you know, it may, might be time to start moving forward. You, this is not a good look for future employers. You know, maybe they're not going to want to deal with a guy that's got a broken heart and continues to dwell on the past. So, you know, maybe we sort of move on. I love that he's doing it. I love the honesty. I wish more athletes and more players were like this. But, man, if I was somebody within his camp, I'd say, bro, come on, put the phone down. Just let it, let it sit for a couple of days. Let's go have a good time. Let's get out of here. Let's Let's enjoy ourselves, and then we'll figure out what the next step is. You know, like I remember talking to a buddy of mine who was broken up about, you know, his his girlfriend and him had, had broken up. They were dating for a couple of years. And I knew that maybe he wasn't being totally honest with me about some things. And maybe he wasn't coming clean to me with about some things. And then, you know, after a few drinks and and uh, he's a little bit ripped and, and I'm the uh, designated driver and I take him out to try and get his mind off it. I come to find out, oh, no, he's been uh, <laughs> been doing drive-bys. Like, not an actual drive-by with any violence, but doing one of those, let me make sure there's no strange cars out in front of the house, you know, three, four times a week. And as a friend, I had to say, listen, man, that's not healthy. Like, I get it. You're bummed out, but why don't you put that towards... You know, take that and turn it into positive energy. Don't keep going down that same hole. And I feel like 
It's not literally. And I feel like Des Bryant is sort of going down the, oh, F the Cowboys, screw them, I'm going to show that. Like, no, no. Show everybody else. You know, leave the Cowboys in the group that you want to show, but show everybody else, man. Like, there's 30 other teams. Like, if you're going to play for a team next year, like, you should be out to get 31 other teams. All right? Not just one. So show everybody else. I'm, I just, I'm surprised nobody within Dez's camp has pulled him aside and said, hey, man, put the phone away. Uh, 877-99 on Fox. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. 877-996-6369. And you can get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. Coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio, our BFF of the show, a former NFL wide receiver, is going to give you some inside knowledge, inside information into the Des Bryant situation. That is coming up next. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, ladies and gentlemen, the great Kevin Figures. Thank you, Jonas. We'll start on the Major League Baseball diamond. The D-backs with a victory in Los Angeles over the Dodgers, 8-7. to Daniel Descalso with a home run and four RBI. Nick Ahmed also with a home run in that one as the Snakes have won four of their last five. The Angels on the road in Kansas City have won six in a row and are now 12-3 on the season. They defeat the Royals in comeback fashion, 5-4. to Astros get two home runs from George Springer in a win over the Rangers, 3-2. Phillies over the Rays, Marlins, and Blue Jays with victories as well. The Mets now 11-1 on the season as Todd Frazier had two home runs. They beat the Brewers 6-5. Aaron Hicks had two home runs, including one of those being an inside-the-park home run. Yankees over the Tigers, 8-6. Wins for the Red Sox, Rockies, and Cardinals. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Three games in the NHL playoffs. The capper on the night was the Vegas Golden Knights getting a 2-1 double overtime victory over the Kings to to increase their lead, or I should say to take a two games to none lead in their series. Winnipeg Jets with a 4-1 victory over the Wild. They increased their series lead to two games to none. Flyers and Penguins are now tied at a game apiece after Philly beat Pittsburgh 5-1. In NBA news, the Sixers will not have center Joel Embiid for game one of their opening round series against Miami on Saturday, or later today, I should say. His status for the remainder of the series is unclear. He he missed the final eight games of the regular season with an orbital bone fracture, and according to Yahoo Sports, Warriors guard Steph Curry could return for the second round of the playoffs. Back to Jonas Knox. Thanks, Kev. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Uh, Guy writes in, he uh, agrees with me. The uh, thumb sticking out while flipping the bird, yes, it adds to the pageantry, but it takes away from the meaning. It does. It absolutely does. Although I will say, he followed that up with an LOL. And that's, to me, the same thing as putting your thumb out when you flip somebody off as a man. Jackass. Uh, I mean, I'm not here to call names, but, I mean, yeah. It's a valid point. David Anderson, former NFL wide receiver, our long-lost BFF here on Fox Sports Radio. It's been a long time since we have talked with uh, David Anderson here on FSR. Dave, I want to jump right into this. You were a receiver in the NFL. You played in the league for quite some time. So let me ask you, what was your initial reaction when you saw that Des Bryant had been released by the Dallas Cowboys? I mean, it can happen to anyone, I guess is what you really want to say. You're, you think that you're uh, an established player in the league and that you're never going to play out your contract, but that's just not the way it is in the NFL, and that's why it's, uh, that's why it's the NFL. You never see this happen in any, in any other sports. I mean, 
I work pool house, so you can twenty million dollars be a D eight. It's not like you can have Des Bryant make uh, you know whatever it was nine million dollars to catch on you know only forty passes. He, so he's been all over social media. He does an interview with the NFL Network, and it's like, man, we get it that you're hurt and you're bothered by what happened, but sooner or later, I, I don't, isn't somebody around him going to say, "Hey, man, put the phone down"? Like, you know, like, like, we, like, it's want- just the whole America's team thing, which I still don't understand because they've won a Super Bowl since the '80s or whatever. So, like, they're not really America's team. Well, the 90s. I mean, there's a lot of cowboy ball washers out there. You don't want to offend them in the middle of the night, man. They'll come I think with- 70s. Okay. I think 70s. Yeah, you know what? Why don't we, why don't we double that up? Uh, the 40s. <laughs> the Cowboys haven't won since the 40s, ladies and gentlemen. So bring your pitchforks if you're in Dallas and come find David and I. But anyway, yeah, I mean, I guess you got to strike while the iron's hot. I got to get, get a little media and a little marketing out there to try to, you know, maybe talk your way into a situation you'd like, but... I mean, he, he'll have his pick of three or four teams, so I, I don't, I don't feel too bad for him. When you watch him, does he seem like he's his skills have diminished? That's sort of the story with him. But when you watch him, what do you see? He's a true one-on-one receiver. So he's like, you know, those fifty-fifty balls, and he throw it up and go get him. He's, he's as good as, as good as it gets in business. Um, uh, under route, plant route. Routes where you really have to be physical, throw a guy by. Uh, I went out to Oxnard and watched him practice. He's impressive. So, I mean, he's still got it. Um, he's got to be in a system which can let him be him um, and be a little crafty uh, as a receiver and take advantage of his athleticism. Um, and I think Tony Romo let him do that. They didn't have the pieces enough to win a Super Bowl, but um, I don't think Dak Prescott and, and the amount that they ran the ball and the type of play action stuff really fed into his, his type of receiver. Uh, David Anderson, former NFL wide receiver, BFF of the show, long lost BFF of the show here on Fox Sports yeah, Radio. I'm back. Yeah, he he is back. He's better than ever. He's like the Undertaker lifting open the coffin, and all of a sudden uh, he's he Pilates. It's because of the Pilates. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, so Dave, you being a receiver in the <laughs> NFL, when did you? And this is, and I, there could have been a moment in practice. There could have been a moment in a game. There could have been a moment working out. But when did you feel? Because we're talking about Des Bryant and skills diminishing possibly, and he's not the same player. When was the moment that you were like, "Oh, damn, I can't do that," and I used to be able to do that easily? It's probably after year like four or five, where you where you really realize that like oh, something's a little different. You're still at your peak peak athleticism, but you just don't, your legs just don't feel like they did when you were in high school and college, you know, like you realize they're getting, they're getting tired. So you got to do other stuff and you got to get stronger and you got to figure it out. I mean, you really, what your peak athleticism, 26, 27, 28. So anyone that says they still got it, they're going past then is they're, they're hanging on and they're maintaining. Um, for me, it was tendonitis in my knees end up getting me. Um, it gets someone. It's it's uh, it's not your back. It's your knees. It's your ankles. Your your foot or whatever it is. But father time is undefeated. Uh, David Anderson with us here on Fox Sports Radio. So when you were drafted, um, take us back to this time of year. It's a couple of weeks before the draft. Are you hearing from teams? Are you seeing yourself in mock drafts? What's What was the conversation like for you just a couple of weeks out before the NFL I hate, draft? I, I just never liked Mel Kuyper. What, and now is it the hair? 
Does he does he look does he look a little bit too much like Count Chocula? Is that the problem? When you're in college, you're like, oh, you're like, you just want him to say your name, and then you're like, what was I thinking? <laughs> he doesn't know anything. <laughs> no one knows anything. No one knows who they're going to pick first. How would you ever know that you're going to be a fourth round draft pick? Looking back on it, they don't know who the first pick of the draft is. So what about your age? Is your agent talking to teams? Are you like what is the conversation like? Because I've talked it's, to uh, it's kind of like it's got a used car salesman mixed in with like a uh, like 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 Cleo. Yeah, like, Mrs. like Cleo. they're all future teller. Like they yeah. know what they're talking about. No one knows what they're talking about. It's amazing. Yeah, like, like I, I, the more I've backed away from the NFL and, and heard more stories about the draft really you you have a you have a hope of the first round guy you're gonna get and then and then all craziness breaks loose and a guy maybe you thought you was gonna get in the fifth now you gotta get in the third a guy that was available you thought would be in the third is now available in the fourth so you pick him up late and that affects everybody there's just like gigantic chain reactions going on for all thirty two teams so it's it's really impossible to give yourself a couple round even a couple round grade um you just really never know what the what the take like. The first receiver taken off the board in my draft was uh, Chad Jackson uh, from Florida. Was taken by New England and picked thirty, and then I think it was San Antonio Holmes to the Steelers at like thirty one or something. It was nuts. Um, yeah, this is my favorite time of year, and I've talked about this before. And the reason I love it so much is because everybody's wrong, and still we continue to do the same things every single year. And it's almost like, oh, well, I got it wrong. Well, so did you. Everybody's written. Nobody has any idea what's going to happen. So so with that being said, David Anderson, all right, now that we've established nobody has any idea what's going to happen, what do you think happens at the top of the draft, Dave? Who are your top four quarterbacks of the four that you – because you saw Baker Mayfield play in college. You did one of his games. Where do you think Baker Mayfield ends up in the draft? I don't know. Not, I wouldn't – I know people love him, and he makes plays, and I think he makes plays in college. But I just don't see it translating more than I've, I, I see. I like Dar- I like Darnold better than Allen, um, only because, well, mainly because actually I went to Colorado State and Allen went to Wyoming, so oh, I really geez. just don't like um, him that he went to Wyoming. Well, and good. I think if you go to Wyoming and you're that good, uh, you. You should, you should probably propel that team a little more than he did. He kind of reminded me of Ben Roethlisberger. Remember when he was on Miami, Ohio? Yeah. Like, they were in the national conversation that year. And there wasn't a single other player that really came um, from his team that year. Um, so for that reason, I like Donald. Then I like Allen right after. Then I like Rosen. And then I like Lamar Jackson. Oh, okay. So you're going to go Lamar. So are you buying the New England Patriots' interest in Lamar Jackson? No, I don't buy anything that they sell. No one should. It's and it's crazy how all of a sudden this would <laughs> this would it and it's funny because people are actually into this. Oh man, Tom Brady liked an Instagram post. That must mean they're really serious about Lamar Jackson. For when is the last time the Patriots tipped their card in Isn't any in situation? Qatar? Isn't Tom Brady in Qatar right now? Yeah, something like yeah. He's in, kids are jumping off like waterfalls. Yeah, in Qatar? yeah. It's it it's crazy, man. That's why I love this time of year. It's all bogus. It's BS. We can make anything. It's like four a.m. in Qatar. What's he doing, like in Lamar Instagram? Yeah, that's that's a better question. We, we, we should, we should, you know, we should, that'll be that'll be next week. We'll dive into why Tom Brady is liking Lamar Jackson Instagram posts uh, next week from Qatar. That'll be the move. That should be the question. 
Yeah. Not Des Bryant. Yeah, that's that's topic A. Uh, that is topic A. So we will uh, we will reset the topic. Uh, David Anderson, former NFL wide receiver, BFF of the show. You can always find him on Twitter at David Anderson eighty nine. Thanks, man. We missed you. Absolutely. We look forward to keep- and happy to be back. Oh yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna fire it up. We're gonna have mock drafts next week. We're gonna have all sorts of fun stuff with David Anderson. You betcha. Have a good one, guys. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Always fun talking to Dave. Glad to have that guy back. Um, 877-99 on Fox is the uh, phone number. 877-996-6369 as we come to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. You can also get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. Coming up next, I have a theory surrounding one of the more bizarre decisions in the NFL over the last week. All right, a bizarre decision in the NFL. It's not the one you think I'm going to. So you trust me. I have a theory, right? And I think there, I think there is something to this. Find out what we're talking about next year on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. In uh, about 11 minutes from now, here on FSR, 11 minutes from now, top of next hour. There is a major blockbuster trade rumor in the NFL. And I'll tell you why it impacts one team near the top of the NFL draft. Right? It's a team to look out for that nobody's talking about. I'll tell you who that is coming up top of next hour here on Fox Sports Radio about 11 minutes from now uh, on FSR. All right, so I have a little bit of a uh, theory all right, something uh, bizarre happened in the NFL, and I've got a theory, and um, and I'm I'm pretty comfortable and confident in this theory. All right, now I just want to set this up first. So, Richie Incognito, been to the Pro Bowl, I think four times, guard for the Buffalo Bills. You know, had some issues in Miami, the whole bully gate or whatever you want to call that, and sort of the uh, run-ins that he had there with teammates and just sort of the behavior and comments and all that stuff kind of derailed his career, but he got back on track, um, went to Buffalo, had a, a, a has been on you know a great ride in Buffalo, playing really, really good football. He's always been a quality football player, but there's been stuff about his past and his reputation and his mouth that has gotten him into trouble a little bit. Um, he's been a guest on Fox Sports Radio before, uh, has always been very nice uh, a couple of times that I've talked to him and I've seen him do analyst work or make appearances on other shows here on Fox Sports Radio. And I think he's really good. So I, I actually think he's got a future when it comes to broadcasting. Well, the future appeared to be now because earlier this week, Richie Incognito announced his retirement and he cited health concerns uh, you know, uh, issues with the state of his liver and his kidneys and all that stuff. He did a, a later interview with uh, Vic Carucci, longtime Bills uh, reporter there in Buffalo, and said he was absolutely not changing his mind. He was not going to change his mind. Richie Incognito. Retired. Done. It's over. And then uh, Friday night rolls around. He sends a tweet to the Buffalo Bills PR Twitter account that says, quote, that was a short-lived retirement. See you Monday for off-season program. Hashtag made you look. Huh? A little odd. 
Okay, a little, little, little strange, sort of how this all transpired. But I have got a theory. Right, I have a theory, and uh, and I want to see if anybody else is on board with this theory that I have. All right now, on the tweet that he sent to the Buffalo Bills PR, Richie Incognito, on the tweet, the tweet that read that was a short-lived retirement. See you Monday for the off-season program. It shows his location as Manhattan, New York, and the time is 6.20 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, I think I know, and I think I have a theory here, but I want to go around the room. I want to go around the room, and I want to see if anybody else matches up with my theory before I reveal mine. All right? So, we're going to start. We're going to go around the room. We're going to start with Iowa Sam. Sam? Yes? When you hear the details of Richie Incognito ending his retirement on Twitter and tweeting the Buffalo Bills PR... At 6.20 p.m. Eastern Time in Manhattan on a Friday, what's the first thing you think about? He's drunk. Okay, fair enough. Well, he's still in the state of New York, but Okay, he's doing something. All right, all right, fair enough. Up to no all good. Right. Mike Mayer, and this will be before I reveal the, the correct answer, because I believe I have the correct answer here. Mike Mayer, uh, when you hear all those details, what do you think is happening? I, I think that he's just trying to fly it under the radar, and it's the old news dump. Yeah. Okay, interesting. That's a, that's a, that's a quality quality point as well too. Uh, Kevin figures when you hear the details, Richie Incognito tweeting the Bills PR at six twenty p.m. Eastern time on a Friday in Manhattan to end his retirement. What is the first thing you think of? He got real introspective because, as Martellus Bennett told us, he's one of the eighty nine percenters in in uh, NFL who uh, likes to uh, imbibe in the uh, sticky icky. Okay. All right. So there are the uh, guesses from around the room. It is time to reveal the correct answer here. The correct answer is because uh, it is my answer, and I I am steadfast that I believe this is what happened. If we could get a drum roll, we have a live studio band here at Fox Sports Radio on hand because we leave no stone unturned financially here at Fox Sports Radio, which is why we have these giant TVs that are always working here in the studios. Uh, Here we go. So let's uh, drum roll, please. The correct answer as to why... Richie Incognito sent that tweet to the Buffalo Bills PR on a Friday in Manhattan at 6.20 p.m. Eastern time is happy hour. Yeah, I believe uh, like Iowa Sam and sort of like Kevin figures that uh, Richie Incognito was firing back a few happy hour specials in Manhattan. It was a really nice day, apparently in the 70s, and I think he just sort of realized, hey, you know, I think I want to play again. You guys in on that? Happy hour? You think the happy hour bug got him? JMB straight and a Corona. Double absolute martini. That was actually Richie Incognito there. How about that, Sam? You and me, baby. I buy it. Yeah. All right. More next. Uh, so we got a juicy rumor in the NFL. It is draft-related. It involves multiple teams, and I absolutely love it. But there is one team that is not being mentioned that I would encourage people to look out for. I'll tell you who that is coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can always listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app, Sirius XM Channel 83, and on all of our great Fox Sports Radio affiliates, wherever you are listening right now, we appreciate you doing so. As we come to you live from the Geico, Fox Sports Radio Studios for 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. So I love this time of year in the NFL. It, it might be my favorite time of the year in the NFL because there's there's so much BS out there. 
Nobody knows what's going to happen in the draft. Nobody really knows anything. Nobody has any idea how any of these players are going to turn out. You have no clue. Every year, there's a surprise, several surprises, a couple of shocks, some disappointment, like every single year. But we go into it knowing we've got no chance at getting it right, and we have no idea what's going to happen, and we still continue to go in. We, we still continue to go all in on mock drafts and all these other things when, when nobody ever really knows. You have no idea. It's all sort of just guessing. But it's fun like that. You know, if you get something wrong, nobody's pointing fingers at you. Like, it's, like nowadays it's all about gotcha. You know, if like you catch somebody in something, you got to point it out. You got to tweet it out. It's why they come up with that, that website. What's that, that dorky website? Um stale takes or like I- icy hot takes or whatever it is those nerds that run that website where basically they just try and catch people make predictions and then they remind them later on when they get them wrong it's really novel it's like a really really awesome thing by by uh, the nerds that uh, that put the site together yay and so now that's how everybody thinks like let me ca- let me catch somebody in something like oh gotcha ooh gotcha gotcha you got it wrong you can't do that with the NFL draft cuz everybody gets it wrong like, misery loves company. Oh, I got it wrong? F you. What about what you just got wrong? I heard your mock draft. Like, so this is my favorite time of year because there's rumors start flying. There's all sorts of action. I love the draft. I love the first round of the draft last year. The Bears shocking everybody and taking Trubisky. All the, the players that fall in the draft, the looking in the green. Like, all of it. I love everything about the NFL draft. It's, it's a, a blast to cover, and it's really, really a good time. But, like, there are times where you know that certain things are believable and certain things aren't, okay? And you know certain people and certain teams are in position to do things and then other teams aren't. Like, you know, I don't really buy into the Patriots and Lamar Jackson stuff. Just don't. I'm not really into it. But there's a report that came out on Friday that got me thinking about sort of the situation involved in the top of the draft, and how one team nobody's talking about actually plays a huge role in the draft, right? So, report comes out on Friday from Tony Pauline of DraftAnalyst.com, who said uh, the following, quote, Several people I've spoken with speculated that the New York Giants and the Buffalo Bills likely have a blueprint in place for a trade that would allow the Bills to move up to the second spot in the draft. They also believe that trade won't happen until very late in the process, if it happens at all, as the Giants want to field further offers. Again, that's Tony Pauline, DraftAnalyst.com, reporting that he has talked to people that there is a blueprint in place for the Bills and the Giants to swap picks. Now, the Bills are sitting at number 12. The idea is the Bills want a quarterback. They want to get involved in the in the quarterback. They want to get involved in, uh, you know, in in trying to get one of these top quarterbacks in the draft. And so the Bills have already made a move to get to twelve. They already traded and moved up to twelve. So the the logical thinking would be that the Buffalo Bills, you're not making a move to get right outside where you can draft one of these quarterbacks. If you're making one move, it means there's another one to come. So the Giants are sitting there too, and there's the conversations happening according to this report, and the compensation for a deal like that is going to be significant. 
Okay, if you just if you just take into account that the Jets traded away what three second round picks, traded away a lot just to move up three spots with the Indianapolis Colts to go from six to three in the opening round of the draft. So the price and the market is set there. What Buffalo would have to trade moving up tw- moving up ten spots to number two is going to be significant. All right, but. There's a team in the top 10 that I think is the most interesting spot and, it, and, and is in the most interesting position of anybody in the top of the draft, near the top of the draft, okay? And I'm not hearing anybody talk about them. And that's the Denver Broncos sitting at five, okay? Denver is sitting at five, and they're presumably would like to take one of these top quarterbacks in the draft. They would like to have their chance at either Sam Darnold or Josh Rosen or Josh Allen or Baker Mayfield. Those are the top four quarterbacks in the draft, right? But there's a realistic chance, and it's probably pretty likely, that by the time Denver gets to pick at five, where they're sitting right now, all four quarterbacks could be gone. I mean, think about it. You know Cleveland's taking a quarterback at one, right? You know that if somebody trades up that high, let's just say it's the Bills, and they trade up all the way to two with the Giants, you know that's not for a tight end or a tackle. That's for a quarterback. So you know a quarterback's going number two. You already know the Jets are taking a quarterback, or else they wouldn't have traded away what they did to move up three spots to get to number three. So you've got the Browns pick sitting there at four. And you've got one more quarterback remaining of the presumed top four quarterbacks in this draft. Quarterbacks that were scouted out to, to, to rate in the 90s. Four quarterbacks in the 90s, which I think had never been done by some scouting department somewhere. So, that leaves one spot available. So there's one spot available, and nobody's talking about Denver. Because Denver would like to get one of these quarterbacks, right? They love Case Keenum. I get it, but if you really, really love Case Keenum as much as you said you did, why didn't he get a longer-term contract? So it screams to a team that wants to get into the quarterback market. But there is a chance that they could not have anybody left remaining when they're sitting there at five, so they're sort of on the outside looking in. So everybody's focused on the Buffalo Bills moving up. People are talking about maybe the Arizona Cardinals. People have talked about the Miami Dolphins sitting at eleven. What about Denver? Denver's sitting there at five. Like, it would be a benefit to the Giants or the Browns to have Denver sitting at five as opposed to trying to make a deal with one of these other teams. You won't get as much compensation because you're not having to move as far up in the draft. Okay, Denver is only moving up at three spots at most, so you're not going to get as much compensation as you would get from the Buffalo Bills, which may be why, if this report is accurate, and again, it's smokescreen season in the NFL, so we're never quite sure. But if this report is accurate, you're not going to get as much from Denver as you would from Buffalo. But here's why it's an advantage for the Giants and Cleveland to work with Denver in this situation. Because you're only dropping back a couple of spots, and in Cleveland's uh, Cleveland's case, you're only dropping them back one spot. So you're still going to get the player you want if you're Cleveland by dropping back to five. If Denver swaps with you, and they go up to grab a quarterback, Cleveland's sitting there at five, 
and they can get whoever the hell they want that they could have gotten it for. Because Cleveland will have taken a quarterback, somebody who moved up to two, or the Giants are going to take a quarterback, the Jets are taking a quarterback, and Denver moving up one spot to four is taking a quarterback. So Cleveland's sitting there, all they did was drop one spot back, and they're still going to get the same player they would have gotten if they stayed in the same position. Like It's a similar spot that the 49ers were in last year. 49ers who love Solomon Thomas, he was going to be available. They were thinking about taking him at two, and the Bears jumped up a spot, so the 49ers dropped back a spot, grabbed a couple of extra picks because the Bears didn't want to take a chance on losing Trubisky, and the 49ers still ended up with their, with their guy. So Cleveland could just drop back one spot and still end up with whoever they wanted and pick up a couple extra picks probably in the process. If you're the Giants and you still think that there's top talent at the top of the draft, if you trade out of there, you're still going to get an elite player at the top of the draft and all you did was move down three spots. So I know that people are are, are thinking about, okay, well, Buffalo's going to have to give you a ton to try and move up. Arizona's going to have to give you a ton to try and move up. Miami's going to have to try and give you a ton to move up. Forget about what you'd get back. Where do you end up? Because if you're the Giants and you end up at 12, who's left? You're still going to get a quality player. It's it's near the top of the draft. But but who's there that can have an impact on a bad football team in day one? If I'm the Giants or I'm the Browns, listen to all the other offers from some of these other teams, but I'm telling you the team nobody's paying attention to is Denver sitting at five. And that would be the one that would be most advantageous for either New York or Cleveland to drop back to because you're going to still have your pick of whoever you want outside the top four quarterbacks that are gone. 877-99 on Fox is the phone number. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. 877-996-6369. You can also get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. Uh, Up next here on Fox Sports Radio, there is a player in the NFL, so an NFL player, um, who's had a very, very good career. But this player, this player may have really done some damage, okay, may have really done some damage to his future. All right. Find out who we're talking about next here on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Guy on Twitter writes, uh, whose uh, Twitter handle is at Hot Corner Blues. Kind of a nerdy Twitter handle, but whatever. I mean, he's listening to the show. He says, I love the NFL draft talk. Uh, my favorite uh, time of year. I agree, man. I'm into it. NFL draft talk's fun, so I, I 100% agree. Um, coming up in 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, we are going to get to a a story out of the NFL where somebody's not really helping themselves out. They're not really put, making themselves, not really painting themselves in the best light when it comes to their next stop, and I'll explain who that is coming up here in just a couple of minutes. But uh, 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, We will play another edition of Guess That Garbage. It is one of the top game shows in sports talk radio, especially in weekend overnights, which is the prime time, the number one spot to host a radio show here on sports talk radio is in the middle of the night on the weekend. I can assure you, 
And so we will play Guess That Garbage coming up here. If you think you know basic trivia in the NFL, basic NFL trivia, it is very easy to play. All you have to do is call 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. We will test your NFL knowledge coming up in less than 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. So we'll do that. Um, All right, so we were talking about the uh, Des Bryant news that came out on Friday. So Des Bryant got released by the Dallas Cowboys. And Des Bryant's very bothered by the situation. He has made the rounds. If I was if I was somebody close to Des Bryant, I'd say, "Hey bro, put your phone down. Shut up. Like just just let's let, you know, stay off Twitter. Stop doing interviews. Stop commenting publicly and let's get out of town for a couple of days and just go clear our heads. Then we'll come back on Monday. We'll figure this thing out." Relax. Like, you know, just like no, just stop. Like, and I just think at some point, like you can either there, there's a thin line between having a healthy motivation and an unhealthy motivation. And I think he's bordering on an unhealthy motivation. You know, like like if you get dumped or you get your heart broken, it's one thing to use that as fuel to either get in shape or get a better job or to dress better or to get focused on things around you. Like that's one that's natural. People do that. They they learn from their mistakes and they try and get better and, and improve and they make sure not to make those same mistakes over again. But it's one thing to try and improve yourself and use that and turn it into positive energy and it's another thing, uh, you know, sewing her initials in your arm and then ripping out the thread with your teeth and saying, ha ha, no, you got no, no impact on me. It's like, come on, man. Like, it just like, stop. Like, like dude, there's a, just a difference between doing it the healthy way and the unhealthy way. And I think Des Bryant's bordering on that unhealthy approach to this whole thing. You know, I mean, he's making the rounds, all this stuff. So... So I I would just tell Des Bryant if I was somebody close to him, hey man, just just stay off your phone, like you know, just just stay off your phone. But then the conversation turns into, what now for Des Bryant? Right? Like like if you're if you're Des Bryant, and there are options or opportunities around the NFL, what now? You know, and as far as some of these teams, what's the idea now? And so. I asked that because as Des Bryant was making the rounds on Twitter and replying and retweeting and quote retweeting and liking and favoriting or doing whatever else you do on Twitter when somebody says something nice about you or tries to recruit you to their team and you want pity from people, as he was doing all that on social media, uh, before that, he had an interview with the NFL Network, Jane Slater of the NFL Network, and Des Bryant talked about the plan moving forward in his career. I won't say any teams, but being in a division, that's a huge possibility. It's a, it's a huge possibility. That's it's something that I want. It's personal. Like I said, it's very personal. So clearly he's over the relationship. Look, uh, I love the openness about De- with Des Bryant in this situation. I love it. I wish we had it more because it is interesting because you get to it, – it's revealing to see – how somebody really reacts to a situation like that. So for me personally, selfishly, it's great for what I do, right? It's great. Like, I, I mean, he is providing us content. It's interesting. There's angles. There's the future. How does it impact the division? What does it do to the Dallas Cowboys? And so for what we do, as far as sports talk radio does, I could sit here and if you listen to this show at all at any point over the last three years, 
you know, I, I'm not into the box score crap. I'm not into the uh, overreaction to one game crap. Just not my thing. I like storylines. I like I like you know situations. I like you know I like those conversations better. I, I think it's more interesting than me sitting here reading you a score and a bunch of stats because you can do that at home. Like, it's like it, I'm not I'm not doing anything you can't do. So stuff like this I find more interesting, and how open and how hurt he is is more interesting to the show. So I prefer to do something like this. But for what I do, it's great. But if you're a team around the NFL, let alone the NFC East, you really want all that baggage? You sure you want in on this? You sure you're willing to enter into this situation, especially a team in the NFC East? Like... Nobody wants to be the rebound. Everybody's been the rebound at some point in their life. It's not fun. Like no, nobody wants to be. Sometimes you don't even know you're the rebound. Okay, like maybe they weren't as still open or upfront about certain things in their past, and maybe how long they actually had been broken up. Like, but nobody wants to be the rebound. Nobody wants that. All right, and it's not because the person isn't a great person, but it's because their motives are in the wrong place. Like their motives are in a selfish place to where they're only thinking about themselves and they're bringing you along for the ride. You don't want that. It's not fun. All right? And it's because they're hurt. They're bothered. They're upset about what had happened or their prior uh, situation or relationship or whatnot. And so they bring you along with it. And maybe you're not even realizing it all of a sudden get sucked into this vortex of no hope and you get attacked. It's just, it's a terrible spot to be in. Okay, they're not with you because of you. They're with you because of their past. But sometimes, you know, people don't see that and they get caught up in it and then they end up getting hurt. See, and so I look at this, if I'm an NFL team, I would sit down and I'd have a conversation with Des Bryant before I even considered signing him. And I would ask him, all right, what's the motivation here? Because if this is all about F the Cowboys, um, you know, F the players on that team that I didn't get along with, F the coaching staff. If that's what this is all about, then, I mean, it's great if we're playing the Cowboys, but what what else? I mean, he's what, year eight or year nine in the NFL, and now he's starting to polish his, his route running game, his receiving game? Like, now that's a focus of his? Like, what's really the motivation here? And so I'd be, I'd be a little cautious if I were a team around the NFL. Look... Can he still play? Yes, he can still play. He was somewhat productive last year, and there's still going to be opportunities out there for him. They're still going to have a chance, but he's nowhere close to the receiver he was a couple of years ago. Not even close. A lot of that isn't his fault. I mean, you know, Tony Romo got hurt one year, and they, you know, he, they couldn't rely on a quarterback to get the ball downfield, and then Dak Prescott came in, and maybe the offense was dumbed down a little bit, and Des Bryant wasn't, wasn't as features, featured as he wanted to be. And then he played, but it looked like he, he couldn't get separation when he, was, when he was competing last year. So not all of it is totally Des Bryant's fault, but you've got to be honest about the situation. And if I were a team out there, I'd say, hey, man, are, is this just to be like F you to the Cowboys? Because we don't have them on the schedule next year. So are you going to show up for any other game? Or are you just going to keep checking in on your ex to see how they're doing and to see how much they miss you? Like, I would rather, like, give me, I want everyone, you know, thinks I'm finished. I'll show you Des Bryant. Not the screw the Cowboys, screw the, like, I I don't want any part of that. 
So, like, if I were a team out there, there are going to be opportunities for Des Bryant, but I got to see where this guy's head's at. Because right now, he just looks like he's got a broken heart, and his motives are all out of whack. Like, if you follow anything on Twitter, that's what I said earlier. If you want to get Des Bryant to like your tweet or to retweet your tweet, just Photoshop a picture of him in your favorite team's jersey. Oh, he'll make the rounds. He's been doing it all. He's been doing it for 12 hours. It's amazing. 877-99 on Fox. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. 877-996-6369. That is an important number, and here's why. So every week on the show, we started this game about three years ago, and it's called Guess That Garbage. And it's very easy to play. If you've been watching anything in sports, if you've been watching and paying attention to the NFL in the last few days, you should know every one of these questions. But it's this crazy, weird situation, this crazy phenomenon, where when we go to you guys and we ask you these easy questions in the NFL, you guys always butcher it. You're terrible at it. And I don't know why. So we're... Going to it again, every week, we see who out there really knows the NFL. If you've got the balls to call in and you want to be a part of Guess That Garbage, 877-996-6369 is the number to do so. 877-99-ON-FOX. Guess That Garbage is next. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, Kevin Figures. All right, Jones, before we get to the Major League Baseball scoreboard, some NBA news. The Philadelphia 76ers will not have Joel Embiid for the lineup later today in Game 1 of their opening round series against the Miami Heat. His status for the remainder of the series is still unclear at the moment in time. He's missed the final eight games of the regular season with an orbital bone fracture. And according to Yahoo Sports, Warriors guard Steph Curry could return for the second round of the playoffs. In the NHL playoffs, there were three Game 2s on Friday night, including the Golden Knights in Las Vegas getting a 2-1 victory over the Kings in double overtime. Las Vegas now has a 2-0 series lead. Winnipeg with a 4-1 victory over Minnesota. Jets lead their series two games to none. Flyers with a 5-1 victory over the Penguins to tie their series at one game apiece. Online car shopping can be confusing, not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. In Major League Baseball, the Diamondbacks notched an 8-7 victory over the Dodgers in Los Angeles. Daniel Descalso with 4 RBI in the victory for Arizona, who has won 4 of their last 5. The Angels got a home run and 3 RBI from Albert Pujols in a 5-4 victory over the Royals in Kansas City. Mets are now 11-1 on the season. They've won 9 in a row after a 6-5 victory over the Brewers. Yankees got two home runs from Aaron Hicks. Aaron Judge on an 11-game hit streak as well as the Yankees notched an 8-6 victory over the Detroit Tigers. That's five straight losses for D-Town. The Red Sox with a 7-3 victory over the Baltimore Orioles. Boston now improves their record to 11-2 for the first time since 1918. Rockies get a solo home run and a sack fly from Carlos Gonzalez. He provides all their offense in a 2-1 victory over the Nationals. Wins for the Braves and St. Louis Cardinals as well. Back to Jonas Knox. Thanks, Kev. Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Right now, it's time to find out who has got the guts. Who's willing to walk the plank? Oh, my God. 
What the hell is that smell? These two teams flat out stink. Stinks. It always has stunk. He stinks. He stinks. He stunk. Welcome to the party, baby. How's that? It's guess that garbage. Yeah, every single week at this time we play this damn game, and usually every single week at this time we play this damn game, and you guys lose this damn game. So we will find out who here has been paying attention. Who's been paying attention to the NFL over the past several days? And we will get things started here. Uh, look, we're going to go around the country. We'll go around the globe. we got a 1,000 phone lines here at Fox Sports Radio. By the way, for all you Nimrods out there who like to take pot shots and say, oh, that's why you're doing weekend overnights, if you doubt the popularity of this show, right? if you doubt the fact that this show keeps the lights on here at Fox Sports Radio, I dare you to call 877 877- 99 on Fox. Okay, call 877-99 on Fox. That's 877-996-6369. You will get a busy signal. That's over a thousand phone lines that are filled to the brim of people who want in on Guess That Garbage here on Fox Sports Radio. Right? Crazy. Not at all. But maybe Jeff is. Jeff is in North Carolina here on Fox Sports Radio. Jeff, what's happening? Uh, just try not to get sucked into the vortex, man. Yeah, you don't want to get sucked into that vortex, man. It's a terrible, terrible, terrible thing to do. So don't get sucked into the vortex. Uh, all right, Jeff, what's going on, man? It's uh, what do we got? Like four thirty in the morning in North Carolina. What's happening? <laughs> oh, yeah, I just got off of work at uh, the pizza joint. Oh, that's right. Okay, so you're off work from the pizza joint, hanging out a little bit. All right, so you ready to play guess that garbage? Well, let's go. All right, you are first up. All right, you are the first one with balls to play Guess That Garbage here uh, this morning on Fox Sports Radio. So here's the first question for Jeff in North Carolina. All right, so there's uh, we all can sort of see that the Browns are going to be taking a quarterback at number one, correct? Okay. Okay, so the Browns take it a quarterback at number one. That's been the conversation. Josh Allen has been mentioned. A lot of people think that's the pick. Maybe Sam Darnold. So here we go. Browns taking a quarterback at number one. So let me ask you this. This is multiple choice, all right? Multiple choice. And I want you to listen to all the options before you answer it, all right? Who was the last quarterback? Who was the last quarterback drafted number one overall by the Browns? Here are your options. It is either... Brandon Whedon, Brady Quinn, Eric Zier, Tim Couch, or Tim Futon? <laughs> I wanted to be Brady Quinn, because I, but I don't know. Okay. Do you have a guess? Brady Quinn? Mm. That is incorrect. That is incorrect. I wish it was. Man, that's my radio wife. I wish it was. Uh, but unfortunately, Tim Couch is the correct answer there. Probably would have given you the points if you said Tim Futon just out of uh, comedic purposes. But, uh, unfortunately, uh, no, uh, Tim Couch would be the correct answer. Let's go all the way to Bristol, Tennessee, where Trucker Joe is listening on Fox Sports Radio. Trucker Joe, what's happening, man? What's going on, my man? Uh, Are you driving right now? Yeah, yeah. What's in the back of the truck? You know what you're hauling or what? Yeah, man, some batteries. You're hauling batteries? Yeah, well, I'm on a, I'm on a, I'm on a, um, automotive link, so I, I uh, haul stuff to Chrysler. Okay. Um, now, are you, uh, now, can we hear the horn? <laughs> you gonna, you gonna crank the horn for us, or what? Yeah, hold on right quick. Yeah. 
you get that? No, not a, come uh, on, man. Let, uh, let right, hold on, 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 hold on. I'm gonna air it out. Okay, yeah, we got a little bit of that. All right, very good. All right, so there we go. So we've got uh, we've got Trucker Joe who's driving around. And he's ready to play Guess That Garbage. Uh, Trucker Joe, so you are familiar with some of these uh, Colin Kaepernick rumors that he was uh, potentially going to be in Seattle for a tryout and they postponed. You heard all that stuff coming out this week, right? Yeah, I heard about that. All right, so let me ask you this. All right, I got a true or false question for you. True or false? True or false, Russell Wilson was the only quarterback to attempt a pass for the Seahawks last season. True or false? Hmm. I know Trevor Blake ain't though, so I'm going to go with uh, true. That is correct. Yeah, that is correct. Russell Wilson, the only quarterback to attempt a pass. Now, um, Tanner McAvoy... I have no idea who the hell that is. Uh, he's like a wide receiver. He attempted a pass. I think isn't uh, t- isn't Tanner McAvoy? Isn't that uh, the guy off Tin Cup? Isn't that who that is? Thought that uh, was some guy from Home Improvement. Uh, I don't know. Uh, no, I have no. I have no idea. Uh, and then uh, John Ryan, the punter, also attempted a pass, I believe. So, uh, but uh, nonetheless, yeah, uh, it was Russell Wilson, the only quarterback to attempt a pass. Uh, let's go out to um, Peebo. In Anaheim, California. Peebo, what's happening? Not too much. Yourself? Just hanging out, man. Just doing, uh, just uh, putting up some big ratings here on the overnights at Fox Sports Radio. You know, same old. It's same. I like it. Yeah, just a ratings bonanza here. It's what we do. All right, so uh, Peebo, you're in Anaheim uh, listening on Fox Sports Radio. Now, Peebo, uh, did you go to, a, was there like an Angels game or something in town? Or what, what are you doing in Anaheim? Um, I just live here. I was bartending tonight. I just got off work. Oh, okay. home. Now, where in Anaheim are you a bartender? Um, I'm actually down in Lake Forest. I'm in South County, Orange County. Okay. Duh, how, uh, how, how was Friday night? Uh, people getting after it a little bit? I'll tell you what. It was a busy night last week after Easter. It's kind of slow, but this week people back out. What was the worst tip you got on Friday night? Oh, uh, honestly, tonight I didn't get a single bad tip tonight. Oh. You know what that means. Sure. That means next time you work, you're going to get screwed. All right, that, you, you never get that two usually. shifts in a row. Yeah, that's how that works. Usually. All right, uh, so Pebo, here we go. So you know that there was these rumors that the uh, Patriots were interested in Lamar Jackson. Did you hear that? I did hear that. All right, so let me ask you this. All right, here we go. Guess that garbage here, Fox Sports Radio, Jonas Knox with you. Here we go. Since the arrival of Tom Brady, this is a multiple choice. I want you to listen to all of the options before you answer. So since okay. the arrival of Tom Brady... Who is the highest-drafted quarterback the Patriots have taken? Here are your options. It's either Jimmy Garoppolo, Jacoby Brissett, Matt Castle, Kevin O'Connell, or Kevin O'Doul's. Oh, goodness. Um, I know Jimmy was taken in the second round. Uh, Brissett wasn't taken until a little while later. Um I feel like this may be a trick question because Garoppolo, everyone's like high on him. Uh, who are the other two? Jimmy Garoppolo, Jacoby Brissett, Matt Castle, Kevin O'Connell, or Kevin O'Doul's? Oh, Matt Matt Castle was a later round pick as well. Um, I'm going to have to go with Jimmy G just because I'm not sure when the other two were taken. That is correct. That is correct. That's how you work through it. That is how you work through a problem and you find a solution on national radio when everybody's waiting for your answer. That is correct. Jimmy Garoppolo, the highest drafted quarterback since the arrival of Tom Brady in New England. Garbage!
Well Mark. played. By the way, you would have gotten points if you said Kevin O'Doul's. All right. By the way, uh, Iowa Sam, you're an alcoholic. Have you ever had O'Doul's? I had O'Doul's when I was like 12 years old. Yeah, I had so. it in a strip club one time. Over at my it, grandma's house. They didn't have, uh, they couldn't serve uh, alcohol. <laughs> And so I knew I was with like a group of friends. They all wanted to go. I'm like, man, I don't want to go to a strip. I'm just not a fan. It's not my thing. And uh, literally sat there and drank old duels and felt nothing. Yeah, well, think- you felt something probably. <laughs> yeah, no, just not there. Yeah, no. Yep. Totally got it. Well yep. played. Duels for the taste. James is in Atlanta listening on Fox Sports Radio. James, what's happening? Not much, but how you doing? Good, man. What, what do you got going on? Uh, no, man. Just in the car waiting for my flight to come. Oh, you got a flight coming? Yeah, it's not till seven o'clock though. I'll just say a little early. Okay, now are you uh so are you flying or do you work at the airport? Oh I'm flying. I'm flying out the back home to Boston. Okay, so you got Atlanta to Boston. Now uh Atlanta Airport is a pain in the bleep. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass. Because, yeah, oh, excuse me. No, that's fine. Yeah, it is a pain in the ass. Because here's here's the issue. You got to hop on that tram, and then you go all the way out of the. It's just it's it's a nightmare, man. I I was never not a big fan of Atlanta Airport, although they do have uh uh like coffee, like a Pete's Coffee everywhere you turn there. Like everywhere yeah, you turn, yeah. there's like some coffee shop there. Yeah, they have some pretty pretty unique restaurants in here. So that's, that, that's the the Atlanta flight to Charleston, South Carolina, because I used to live in Charleston, South Carolina, like an hour flight. And the and the game is once you get on the plane, how many beers can you drink in that hour? That's the game. <laughs> I mean, you just, I need to try that. One. Oh man, like you start a tab, just start firing them back, shotgunning beers in the back row. I mean, I don't recommend it, uh, but I'm clearly a professional. But uh, yeah, it's always a fun one. All right, so here we go. James is in Atlanta, listening on a Fox Sports Radio, waiting for his flight. All right, so there's a a report. I don't know if it's finalized yet, but you know the Jarvis Landry contract with the Browns that he's going to sign this deal with the Browns. You hear any of that stuff? Oh uh, yes, say, exactly. yeah, so, yeah. So he's going to sign this extension and all that. So let me ask you this: Where did Jarvis Landry play his college ball? Uh, I actually went to college with Jarvis Landry, Louisiana State University. That's what I'm talking. Round of applause. That's what I'm talking about. James in Atlanta. James, travel safe, man. You guys are on fire tonight, man. All that trash talk. All right, let's go. Uh, we've got one more. Let's go to Cody in Utah listening on Fox Sports Radio. Cody, you there? I am. So, Cody, um, listen, it's Utah, so I know you're not out boozing or anything like that, man. So you're, you're going to be good on this because you've got an opportunity to go four and one here on Guess That Garbage. All right. You guys are three and one so far, so you can go four and one. All right. So here we go. Cody in Utah. So the Colin Kaepernick rumors that stirred up this week, you heard all that, right? Yeah. Okay. So let me ask you this. Of the following quarterbacks, who has thrown the most interceptions in the playoffs between these quarterbacks? Listen to all the options before you answer. Is it Colin Kaepernick, Jay Cutler, Mark Sanchez, Johnny Manziel, or Robert Griffin III? Man, that's a lot harder than the other four. Well, Uh, like Vince McMahon says, life sucks and then you die, Cody. So here we go. That is the question, and you got to deal with it. What do you say? Well, not Johnny Manziel. Mm -hmm. Uh, How about Jay Cutler? That is incorrect. Uh, the correct answer would be Colin Kaepernick, who has thrown the most interceptions of those quarterbacks there. So that should get a fun rise out of the Kaepernick fanboys that uh, listen to Sports Talk Radio. So with that, not bad, though, but that was a tough one. So with that, 3-2 and two 
an impressive performance by all of you uh, who participated, who had the guts to participate here on Guess That Garbage on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Jonas Knox, 877-99 on Fox. The phone number, you can get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. Up next, this may be the worst idea in all of sports, and it could involve you. I'll explain next here on FSR. Garbage! You are all garbage! Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up in uh, less than 10 minutes from now here on FSR. There was a, a story that came out in the world of sports that a lot of people were stunned by, and I have no idea why you were stunned by it. But I think I have a guess, right? I think I have a guess, and it'll make you think differently about the reality of the situation. So we'll get to that here uh, less than 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, I, I have maintained this, and I know we've got, you know, the NBA playoffs are starting and all that. There's this this narrative about the NHL playoffs and we're not getting into a deep dive in the NHL playoffs so don't don't worry don't don't go anywhere but this you'll understand this to where the NHL is better in person than it is on TV and i'm in the minority cuz i actually think the NHL is fantastic on TV and i think the playoffs are fantastic and you watch you can just turn on any NHL playoff game and i don't even i don't care who the teams are i don't care what countries whatever it's fun to watch but I'll I'll say this, man. For anybody out there who has a vested interest in an NHL team and they are playing in the playoffs and that game goes to overtime, do not drink. Right? Like, do not drink. Because I have no idea how anybody that actually cares about these teams when they get to overtime can sit there. I I the Kings and the Golden Knights, by the way, the Golden Knights are the Las Vegas team. Las Vegas now is a hockey team, and the Kings are an NHL team as well, too. Um, they were in a game, and I don't give a rip about either team. I couldn't care less. I, I don't know if I can name more than three players on any team between Vegas and L.A. I had no vested interest. And just the the sounds of overtime on television were stressing me out. I cannot imagine anybody who actually watched the game and was in w- had a vested interest on either side, whether it be Vegas or L.A. I don't know how you watch that and drink and don't just rifle back 15 beers by the time the first overtime's over. Seriously. I, I would be a, a total stress case. I used to get that. I learned my lesson watching uh, boxing or, or MMA when I was younger. I would drink during the fights because I'd get so into the fights that I'd be like, man, you know, and, and it would just sort of calm my nerves a little bit. And then all of a sudden, uh, you know, the end of the uh, fourth going into the fifth round and you get up to use the restroom and you almost fall over into the couch because you realize, oh, my God, I had no idea I had nine beers already. So I, I have no like my brother's a, a diehard Kings fan and he's watching the game and I'm like, I don't know how you do it. I, I could not. And the stress level, and then you're, and then because you're nervous, you don't realize how much you're drinking, and then you know the phone rings, and you answer your shoe instead of your phone. Like it just, it's nuts, man. I I, I feel for people who have a team in the NHL playoffs. Uh, we've got more out of the NFL next year on FSR. So it was a major story in the world of sports, but I have no idea why people were actually surprised by it. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. I'll explain what that was coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. 
You can always listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app, Sirius XM, Channel 83, on all of our Fox Sports Radio affiliates, wherever you are right now, listening to the program, taking part in the program, making fun of the program, laughing at the program, cursing at the program, whatever. We appreciate you doing so as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios for 15 minutes. Could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. So um, the news that came out of the NFL on Friday was this Des Bryant being released by the Dallas Cowboys. And Des Bryant made the rounds. Uh, He went on social media. He tweeted out his displeasure. He uh, retweeted and uh, liked and quote retweeted and responded to tweets. So come to my team, Des. Hey, come over here. Des, you're the best. You know, getting all sorts of pity on social media and people feeling bad for him. And so Des Bryant went that route, got a lot of it, and got a lot of attention for it. Now, Des Bryant also made the rounds, appeared on the NFL Network with Jane Slater on Friday, hours after his release, and had this to say. I'm not trying to call anybody out, but at the same time, you know, this situation was very unfair to me, and I'll put it that way. It was it was an unfair situation, you know, because you know, if they did want to, you know, get rid of me, they could have told me that. You know, they could have told me that, and I would have respected that. So Des Bryant sees it as an unfair situation. And my whole thought going into it immediately was, I understand getting upset about it. I understand being bothered by what happened. I understand having a little bit of an edge and being pissed off about it. Understandable. But I think he's bordering on the unhealthy side of being hurt. And I think that everybody can sort of understand what I mean by that. Like if you're, you're in a relationship and you break up or you get your heart broken or somebody dumps you, it's one thing to use that as motivation in a positive way and try and build and grow from it and learn and move on. And it's another to use that situation, get angry by it, and then start stalking them and uh, you know, uh, taking, taking a dump in a brown paper bag and putting it on their porch every Wednesday. You know, like one's healthy, one's not a good approach. Sooner or later, you got to move on. It's over. You, you got to move on. That's life. You got hurt. Build from it. Get better from it. And then you approach it and move forward from there. So um, here's what I will say, though, that I, that I did notice about this, is that there were some people that were kind of surprised by the move. Some people were a little bit surprised and a little bit kind of taken back by the move of releasing and, and the Cowboys moving on from Des Bryant. And there's the, well, they didn't offer him a pay cut. And Des Bryant even said, well, you know, I would have considered the pay cut if they would have offered it, but they didn't offer it. This is also Des Bryant who said earlier in the offseason that he would not be open to a pay cut. So there's this whole back and forth going on. But there are some people that are surprised by it. And I have no idea why anybody was surprised by it. I I saw the report breaking news on the TV and I said, oh, okay, cool. And I was stunned to find out how many people were actually shocked that Des Bryant was released by the Cowboys. How did you not see this coming? I mean, like, what, like, how, how have you not seen that this was the direction they were going to go? He was due to make $16 million. He's not a $16 million a year player anymore. So what's the surprise? 
Like, he didn't want to take a pay cut. They may have hinted at it. He didn't want to take it. And so Dallas just said, all right, it's time. We're going to move in a different direction. Like, I don't know why anybody was surprised by the move. But to me, this speaks more about the Cowboys brand as much as it does anything. Okay? Like, when McDonald's announced they were serving breakfast all day, why was that a big deal? Remember that? Like, McDonald's made this announcement. They're going to be serving breakfast all day moving forward. You can get breakfast any time of day. You know, not just until 11 a.m. Why was that that such a big deal? Because it's McDonald's. That's why it's a big deal. Because it's a big-name brand. Because everybody knows about it. All right? There are diners in every city in the country. If you're on the roads right now... You are passing by a diner, or you've passed by a diner already, or you're leaving a diner. There are diners in every city in the country. There are coffee shops in every city in the country. There are restaurants in every city in the country where you can get breakfast all day, whenever you want. Whenever you want. Walk into anywhere, 2 in the afternoon, 5 in the evening, 11 in the morning, doesn't matter. 3 in the morning, does not matter. You can walk in and you can get breakfast anytime you want. But it was a big deal when McDonald's announced that you can get breakfast all day long because it's McDonald's. They're a huge, huge brand. And it's it's a big story. And so people were all over it. And so the move itself wasn't that big of a deal but the people that made the move, they are a big deal. And that's why this story blew up, and that's why people made made a lot to do of it. How big of a deal was Des Bryant getting released? I mean, let's really break down the numbers. Let's really look at this. How big of a deal was the release of Des Bryant, all right? Even in his prime, and we're going to have an honest conversation here, even in his prime, in his peak, Des Bryant was never close to being the best wide receiver in the league. That's that's real. That's true. Never close. In his prime, at his peak, when he was at the top of his game, I would have taken Calvin Johnson over Des Bryant. I would have taken Andre Johnson over Des Bryant, Julio Jones, Antonio Brown, A.J. Green, Demarius Thomas, Odell Beckham Jr., Brandon Marshall, and a couple of others before I take Des Bryant. And that was in his prime. So why is this a big deal? Because it's the Cowboys. Because anything the Cowboys touch is a big deal. Because Jerry Jones has built this brand, has built this enterprise has built this organization and anything surrounding this organization is a big deal it's a huge story a couple of years ago when jerry jones was you know when the cowboys were a four-win team jerry jones was making two weekly appearances locally there in dallas and it was can't miss radio Because Jerry Jones wasn't talking about how bad his four-win football team was. He was making these crazy off-the-wall comments about, uh, you know, I I used to have monkeys when I was growing up. I used to visit them in the zoo. And I like all these bizarro world conversations that were can't-miss radio because it was Jerry Jones and it was still the Cowboys brand. 
I mean, they haven't won a Super Bowl in what, how many years now? What are we going on? Mid-90s? Haven't really threatened to win a Super Bowl since the mid-90s? But because it's the Cowboys and because of the brand, anything that surrounds them is a big story. It's a huge deal. We're talking about a wide receiver who is past his prime, who is due to make $16 million, and even in his prime, he wasn't close to being the best wide receiver in the league, and it was a huge story all through Friday and into Friday night. And why? Because it's the Cowboys. Because of the brand. When McDonald's starts serving breakfast all day or brings back the McRib, it's not a big deal because of the food. Like, you wouldn't take the McRib over any barbecue place, credible barbecue place, whether it's Dreamland Barbecue in the South or Wood Ranch Barbecue out on the West Coast. You wouldn't take the McRib over any sandwich at any of those barbecue joints anywhere in the country. You want to know why it's a big deal when the McRib comes back? Because it's McDonald's. You want to know why it's a big deal when breakfast is back all day long at McDonald's? Why that's a big story? Because it's McDonald's. Waffle House has been doing the same thing for a thousand years. The same thing. But because it's McDonald's, that's why it's a big story. It's the same thing with Des Bryant. He was always sort of an overrated wide receiver. But because he was a cowboy, it was always a bigger story. And his exit was a bigger story than it probably should have been because he was a cowboy. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, 877-99 on Fox. The phone number, 877-996-6369. You can always get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, I do want to let you know we are brought to you by Granger. The products and services you need when you need them. Granger's got your back to help keep your facility running. Granger for the ones who get it done. Uh, coming up next, there are several teams in the NFL who may not realize it, but they are in a perfect situation. Find out if one of those teams is your favorite team. That's next year on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Um, Coming up in about 10 minutes from now here on FSR, we are going to have some stories from the world of sports we have not had a chance to get to, so we will make sure we get to those here uh, coming up 10 minutes from now here on FSR. And I've also got a – there's several teams in the NFL that are in a a good spot. They're in a good spot, a better spot than they realize – And I will tell you which teams those are coming up here in uh, just a moment on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, But I do want to let you know that we have got great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to Geico.com. In 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Um, Iowa Sam is our technical producer here at Fox Sports Radio. Sam, are you? uh, Do do you know like the point I'm trying to make? I was talking about this earlier that when you when your favorite team is playing and you have a vested interest and you're drinking during the game, yeah. you, you can tend to over-drink and not realize it. Well, yeah, your, your anxiety and yes. your, your nervousness is up, so you're trying to like balance that out, and you're, you can just swill beers. Like, like it's it, water. Hammered. 
Yeah, oh, and like, cool. and and you start, and you don't realize that you're yeah. bombed until you get up to use the restroom, and you think somebody's tipping the house on its side. <laughs> so you start yeah. falling all over the place. Sure, it's a and, disaster. Oh, it's a disaster, and um, I mean, you you feel it a lot more after the adrenaline has come down, what, and then you're you're bombed. Oh yeah, what's the most drunk you've ever been while watching a sporting event? Oh boy, oh it was. Uh, I can tell you one right off the top of my head. It was Iowa football. This is 2010. They are playing at Arizona, so it was a West Coast game. Right, nobody they, watched that game. Man. Well, okay, and you were stressed out over that game. Well, I mean, it's it's a game. I care about the game, and it was it would be a good uh, non conference win. So they're down by like 20 points. They come back to almost tie it. And then they lost in the last uh, well, wow. minute. Wow, what, uh, what were you drinking? Do you remember what you were drinking? Uh, I was at a bar. I was drinking many things, and I know that I, at one point I was slapping hands with random people in the bar and like doing high fives. <laughs> what a douchebag! <laughs> what I, a uh, douche! I don't know if I remember quite all of it because it did go from like so- dra- uh, drowning in your sorrows to <laughs> elation, and then back to drowning your what sorrows. A disaster! Yeah, it was a disaster. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, you know, I, I say that because, man, if you're if you've got a vested interest in the NHL playoffs, I mean, I, I, I don't even care who is who about the Kings or the Vegas Golden Knights. I couldn't give a rip less. I like I could not care less. And I had that game on in the background while I'm prepping for the show. And I, it's getting me nervous. Like I, I, it's nerve wracking. And so to, to be a fan who's watching one of these games and having a vested interest, I don't know how you deal with it, especially when they go into overtime. Uh, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. All right, so I was mentioning this early. So the NFL draft, every, this time of year in the NFL draft, we, we all acknowledge it's all BS. It's all a bunch of crap. I mean, most of the rumors out there, the reports, uh, the stuff that comes out is all crap. But it's fun because that's kind of the exciting part about it. You know, like who's most full of crap? You know, who's lying Who's uh? I mean, it's just it's a web of lies. You're getting tangled in it, and then you're trying to escape it, and you you walk into another web of lies. You get sucked into the vortex again, and you fall down a black hole. Like there's just all these trip wires and landmines, and it's just fun, you know. Like it, and everybody just sort of acknowledges that we have no idea what we're talking about. We're just going to take a guess. Here's my mock draft. Here's your mock draft. Screw it. I've thought about doing a, a seventh round mock draft, like only the seventh round. Like the bottom 10 in the NFL draft. Like everybody's is a top 10. I think I might do the bottom 10 in the NFL draft, mock draft, just to see if I could get one correct. So we, it's just, it's goofy. It's, it's all over the place. It's, you know, I mean, teams are using agents to try and get a story out there and push a narrative here. It's just, it's fun, man. I love all of it. I think it's just total chaos and it's fun. And so one of the uh, rumors that's out, according to, Tony Pauline of DraftAnalyst.com is that the Giants and the Bills have a deal in play, or the framework or the blueprint, if you will, of a deal in place. It's going to see the Bills move up from the number 12 spot to take the Giants' number 2 pick, and presumably that would be a quarterback because you wouldn't move up that far for anything else other than a quarterback. And so... Then the conversation becomes, all right, so now what does that do to the top of the draft? So we've got a team outside the top 10 that wants in on a quarterback. You've got other teams outside the top 10 that may want in on a quarterback. The Miami Dolphins are sitting at 11. The Arizona Cardinals are a possibility. There are several teams who you look at and you go, all right, got to do something, right? 
I mean, they've got to have a long-term plan at quarterback. If the quarterbacks are this good in this draft class, you got to do something. And so my point being, at the top of the draft, the team to watch out for is Denver. Because Denver is sitting at five. If you're the Giants, or if you're the Browns at four, if you already acknowledge that if a team moves up to number two, it's to take a quarterback. So you got the Browns at one taking a quarterback. You got the, you know, insert team uh, if the Giants trade out and number two taking a quarterback. And then you've got the Jets at three taking a quarterback. So you've got three off the board in the first three picks. Well, there's a strong chance that the fourth pick is also going to be a quarterback because Cleveland could trade out of there. The team that I would watch out for is Denver because I think Denver is enticing to either the Giants at two or the Browns at four because they could still get the top non-quarterback in the draft by falling to four, falling to five. So Denver's actually the team I think everybody's ignoring that, that could really make a move and would really have something that the Browns or the Giants would like because you may not get as much compensation dropping all the way back to 12 with the Bills because the Bills would overpay significantly to get to two. But if you drop three spots, you won't get as much back, but you're still going to get a top non-quarterback in the draft because they're going to be a, a run on quarterbacks at the top. And so that's the team that I would look out for. But here's, here's what I would say for other teams in the draft because I think there are teams – that are in a really good position that nobody's paying any attention to. All right. So what have we heard for going on two years about this draft class? We've heard about the quarterbacks, right? You know, last year the idea was, ah, whatever you do, don't move up. You know, don't take a quarterback. I would wait. And then I'd take a quarterback this year. Well, we know that didn't happen because the bears took Trubisky at two we know the Texans moved up to take Deshaun Watson. We know the Chiefs took Patrick Mahomes. So there was, as much as we want to say, ah, oh, you know, don't take, you know, this is all about this year. Teams still went out and got quarterbacks last year. The Bears feel good about Trubisky. The Texans feel good about Deshaun Watson. The Chiefs clearly feel good about Patrick Mahomes, or else they wouldn't have traded away Alex Smith. So we've been hearing, though, for two years that this was the quarterback draft class whether it's Allen, Darnold, Rosen, Mayfield, Lamar Jackson, Kyle Laletta, uh, Mason Rudolph, you name it. This is the quarterback draft class to watch out for. So two years we've been hearing it. So if you're at the top, okay, if you're at the top of the draft and you need a quarterback, you're sitting pretty. This is, this is the class to be at the top, right? This is what we've been hearing about for a long time. You know who else is sitting pretty? The teams in the top ten that don't need a quarterback. They're sitting pretty, too. If you're the Colts, if you're the Bucks, if you're the Bears, if you're the Niners, if you're the Raiders, you're almost guaranteed to get an impact player immediately. Day one, first day in the NFL, a guy that's going to impact your team and play right away based on the mad scramble for quarterbacks at the top of the draft. All because you don't need one, and you're not in the market for one. You could end up with Bradley Chubb, who's an elite pass rusher, the top pass rusher in the draft. You could end up with Quentin Nelson, who people have said is a shoe-in, 10-year, all-pro player at guard, a monster from Notre Dame. 
You could end up with Derwin James, the safety out of Florida State. Minka Fitzpatrick's a safety at Alabama that people are really, really high on. Denzel Ward is a cornerback. People love the way Denzel Ward plays. You could end up with Roquan Smith, Tremaine Edmonds at linebacker. Oh, and and never mind everybody's favorite, the guy who is rumored to be the top pick of the draft, Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley could be sitting there for one of these other teams based on the fact that they don't need a quarterback. Saquon Barkley could real if we all agree that there's going to be a run on quarterbacks at the top of the draft, okay? A run on quarterbacks in the top four to five picks. Saquon Barkley could realistically, a guy that everybody said is the best player in the draft, or the guy that should go number one overall because his combine workouts and everything was off the charts. You know, Saquon Barkley could realistically end up in San Francisco or Oakland when it's all said and done, near the bottom of the top ten. Just think about that. Like, if you're Saquon Barkley, what situation do you want to end up in? Cleveland? No offense to Cleveland. You want to end up in Cleveland? Or you want to go to San Francisco where you've got your quarterback, you've got an offensive head coach, and you've got a team that's already stacking up with talent, and they could figure out ways to use you? Where do you want to end up? I mean, like... You look at like everyone's talking about, man, if you need a quarterback, this is the draft you got to be in. And if you're at the top, you're sitting. All the teams that don't need a quarterback, there's top end talent in the top 10. And they're going to have the first pick, whatever they want. Whatever they want. If you're any of those other teams, if you're the Colts at six, the Bucks, the Bears, the Niners, the Raiders, you need players that are going to play right away, right? Like you need guys that are going to step in and have an impact. They're all going to be sitting there based on the run at quarterbacks at the top. All of them are going to be sitting there. And then ask yourself this. If those four quarterbacks are the top quarterbacks in the draft, when's the last time the top four quarterbacks in the draft were all home run picks? When's the last time? It's never happened. So you know one of those is going to be a bust. They, they always are. That's not to be harsh, but that's the reality. One of them is going to be a bust. So do you swing and miss more on quarterbacks or more on position players? And the answer is always quarterbacks. Like it's always tougher to find a quarterback, which is why so many teams draft quarterbacks or make moves at quarterback every single year. So while everybody's focused on all the teams that need a quarterback and them sitting pretty at the top of the draft and you're going to get whatever quarterback you want in a quarterback-loaded draft class, you know who's in the best spot maybe of anybody in the top 10? The teams that don't need a quarterback. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Uh, you can always get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox as we come to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up next, there are many things around the world of sports that we have not had a chance to touch on, but we will do so. Some fascinating information is going to be passed along to you. We will get to that next, but for all the latest from around the world of sports... As we said earlier, you turn your radio up and you shut your damn mouth and you open your ears for the great Kevin Figures. That's right, Jonas. Appreciate it, brother. Got plenty of scores around the baseball world from Friday night. 
highlighted by the D-backs beating the Dodgers in Los Angeles by the score of 8-7. to Daniel Descalso with a home run. Nick Ahmed also with a home run there for the Snakes, who have won four of their last five. Albert Pujols went deep for the Angels in a 5-4 to road victory over the Kansas City Royals. Halos now with a 12-3 and record. Astro got, Astros did get two home runs from George Springer in a 3-2 victory over the Rangers. Mets now 11-1 on the season with a 6-5, 6-5 victory over the Milwaukee Brewers, I should say. Todd Frazier with three hits, including two home runs. Aaron Hicks had two home runs as well for the Yankees, one of them an inside the park home run and he had the Yankees notched an 8-6 to victory over the Detroit Tigers wins for the Blue Jays and Phillies Red Sox are 11-2 they get a 7-3 victory over the Baltimore Orioles as Eduardo Nunez had a 3-run home run there for Boston online car shopping can be confusing not anymore with True Price from True Car now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience in the NHL, a couple of Game 2s in the first round of the playoffs. The Golden Knights with a 2-1 to victory over the Los Angeles Kings in Las Vegas in double overtime, no less. Las Vegas now leads that series two games to none. The Jets with a 4-1 to victory over Minnesota. Winnipeg now leads that series two games to none. And the Philadelphia Flyers with a 5-1 to convincing victory over the Pittsburgh Penguins to tie their series at one game apiece. Jonas? Thanks, Kev. Jonas Knox coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Uh, right now, it's time for this. Jonas. You moron. How could you not get to these stories? You moron. These are the scraps. This is where we find out what the hell we have missed so far on the show, and for that, we turn it back over to the man himself, Kevin Figures. Kev? All right, Jonathan, of course, player safety in the NFL and really the world of football as a whole has been a topic du jour the last year or so. The NFL uh, last month implementing a new rule about helmet-to-helmet contact between players, uh, resulting in a 15-yard penalty and possible ejections. Well, now the NCAA on Friday afternoon announced that on all kickoffs this com- upcoming season, the receiving team will have the option to fair catch the ball anywhere inside the 25-yard line and have that play count as a touchback. So if you want to within the 10 yard line if you want to call for a fair catch you can do that and the ball will be automatically placed at the 25 this is to take away the ability or the prevalence of injuries on kickoffs considering the fact that most of the time on returns that's where the majority of injuries do happen many people believing this is going to lead to the elimination of kickoffs altogether in the college and possibly the pro game moving forward of course it will yeah i mean this is the uh hey let's let's try this out for a little bit you know why don't we uh you know we'll just we'll just we'll we'll test this out and see how things go i mean it's one of those uh until further notice situations and then then it's just going to end up being permanent. Like this is going to end up being what it is, and and they're going to get rid of the kickoff. And I I think it's ridiculous. I really do. I mean, especially I mean, you look at a guy like Devin Hester, who many believe could be yep. a Hall of Famer based solely on his ability to return punts and kicks. Totally that's, irrelevant now. Uh, yeah, that's all he did, yep. and now that position will be eliminated at this point in time, and it could be a big momentum swing. And it's it's more like I just think at some point, if you're really that concerned about player safety, if you're really, really that concerned about player safety and that's that's an issue for you, then like focus on coming up with better equipment or something like that, man. Like 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 figure figure that out that angle. But if you, and now you're just oh no we're gonna get rid of the kick I mean what what's next? Are we just gonna have robots playing? 
Is is that the next move? Like, it's a dangerous game. Like, when you sign up for it, it's a dangerous game. If if you don't want to play it, you don't play it. Did you play football growing up, Kev? I did, yeah. Yeah. I, I played in high school. Guess what? I was not good enough hardly to play in high school, let alone to play in college or the highest level in the NFL. Some people are made for it. Some people aren't. I wasn't, so it wasn't in the cards for me. You can either play or you can't play, but this whole, we're going to, uh, you know, we really got to make sure that kickoffs are this way, and it's like, just, if you're just going to get rid of it, then get rid of it. I think it's ridiculous. I think they're totally, it's totally overdone. It's a dangerous game. Accept what it is and move forward. Stop trying to modify and change it so you can please a bunch of people. You have to recognize there's an inherent risk when you play a game yeah. like football. And are you willing to deal with those risks or not? I mean, don't I, change the rules of the game. Yeah, it, 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 the comparison I always make is, look, fast food. It's not great for you, right? Mm-hmm. You know, but when you eat it, you just understand. Hey, I, I realize it's not great for me, but uh, I'm still going to eat it. Like, right. The NFL is not good for you. No we doubt. all know it now. We are all educated enough to know what happens with, with head trauma and everything else to go on. We've seen it. We've seen everything come out. The NFL has acknowledged it. Doctors have acknowledged it. We all see the risks that are involved. So if we all see the risks that are involved, why do we continue to try and dumb down the game just so we can try and make it more pleasing to uh, to parents out there. You either want to let your kid play or you don't want to let them play. Period. Definitely. Right. Speaking of head trauma, uh, a sport that most people will never argue whether or not it's good for you is boxing. And some controversy coming out on Friday afternoon between uh, Manny Pacquiao and his former trainer now, Freddie Roach. Freddie Roach uh, pinning a letter saying that he was uh, upset that he did not receive a personal message from Manny Pacquiao when Manny decided to move on from uh, from him as his trainer. Of course, he trained him for a long period of time, and Roach had publicly advocated against Manny Pacquiao uh, fighting in recent years, of course, with his advanced age and him being a congressman out in the Philippines. bit of a conflict of interest out there. But uh, Freddie Roach, a little bit off-put by the fact that Manny Pacquiao did not personally message him when he decided to move on from him as his trainer. Yeah, it's kind of a weird one. Uh, I know because Pacquiao got screwed out of his last fight with Jeff Horn. Jeff Pacquiao, sure. I mean, you know, he's past his prime, but he's got a, a fight coming up against a guy named Lucas Matisse. He does, yeah. Who, um, listen, Matisse is also a little bit past his prime. Matisse can crack. I mean, he he can really hit hard. And so if he lands on Pacquiao, Pacquiao's in trouble in that fight. But, like, the the issue is, so they've been together for 15, 16 years. They won a bunch of fights together. Now, there's some talk because Boo Boy is a, a guy who trained and also worked with uh, Freddie Roach, and then now he's working with Manny Pacquiao some people think this is to save money. That Pacquiao is not in a good situation financially, which is why he's still fighting. He needs money to help his people. And also, he spent and gave away a lot of his money. He so did. Very charitable. I, but, and, and the issue with that is, is that even in recent fights, as of four or five years ago, there were stories that came out that he was asking for advancements from some of the promoters that he was working with as far as a paycheck goes. Like everyone talks about Floyd Mayweather not having money and spending his money and and Pacquiao's spending it on different things, but he still is not in the greatest place financially that you would think he is because he's got so many people around him at all times. So some are thinking that maybe this is a cost cutting issue as much as anything, but still bizarre that he never called Freddie Roach. Yeah, it's pretty sad if that's if that's the case, and he's forcing himself to have to continue fighting at this point in time, and yeah, possibly taint his legacy especially at his older age, and he's not as effective of a fighter as he used to be, yep. though he's still pretty good. I'll tell you what, though, man. 
for for like a three year stretch. What a, he was so much fun to watch. Oh yeah. The, oh my. One he of the most entertaining boxers oh, I've ever watched. So much fun to watch. My God. Now you and I got into a conversation off air a little bit about Fight Club, and it transcends <laughs> now into this. And I think you know where I'm going. Yeah. There was a substitute math teacher in Connecticut named Ryan Fish who allegedly ran a Fight Club in his cat classroom in October of last year. Uh, he's now facing four counts of reckless endangerment and two counts of risk of injury to a minor. Uh, for his lack of discretion. Now, the awards warrant says that he watched and encouraged the students to fight each other, even allowed them to videotape these things on their on their iPhones or whatnot and post it on social media. He physically himself moved trash cans and tables out of the way so they could keep fighting each other. When the police asked him what happened during the class, he told them, quote, I would let them be teenagers and let them get their energy out. He says, I will admit that I did at one point in time egg them on said he wanted to befriend his students and thought that holding the fight club was the best way to do that. So, okay, now, did he, so did he lose his job? Oh, uh, yeah, well, he was a substitute, so, oh, Okay, so, yeah. so, okay. Well, man, that's, so he he would move the trash cans aside. Now, how would they determine who was going to fight? My, the, from what I'm gathering, it seems as if, if two people were having a dispute, and a lot of times, and I would experience this a lot in my high school for sure, people would get into arguments and whatnot, and fights would just happen. And normally the teacher would, you know, would either call security or jump in between them. This teacher apparently just let him go at it. And if things, obstacles, desks, chairs happen to be in their way, just move them out of the way. You know what's great about fighting when you're younger? We are not endorsing this, by the way. If you're, no, a, not if you're a kid uh, and you're listening to this right now, first of all, if you're a kid and you're listening to this, whew. Probably not the smartest parenting in the world. You're yeah. going to hear some things that you don't need to hear. But uh, it, the crazy thing, of like when you're younger, I remember seeing some of the greatest back and forth fights I've ever seen are in elementary school or junior high or early on in high school. And you know why? Because nobody hits hard enough to knock anybody out. So you're just swinging, man. Mm-hmm. It is swinging. People, are, you're connecting. You're landing punch, but nobody hits hard enough to knock anybody out or, or really daze anybody. So you just keep swinging away, and it's basically first person to start crying loses. And you're, <laughs> I mean, you don't even know how to throw a punch. You're, you're going open palm. There's some scratch marks, maybe wrestling around a little bit. Some of the best fights I've ever seen were younger. So I mean, you know, the teacher's trying to create a little bit of a. Uh, little bit of a, a fight club environment and and i'll i'd be willing to bet that the other kids in that class they'll be talking about that day in school for the rest of their lives so it was the greatest day in school i've ever seen teacher move the trash cans and just like kids throw throw haymakers at each other oh yeah what better way to endear yourself to your students you know by telling them hey you guys got beef let's <laughs> you, go you, square up you imagine like parents picking their kids up from school and this kid's eyes shut completely I'm like what the hell happened oh we had a substitute today Wait, what? Yeah, no, it's all good. Yeah, we, we worked it out. Well, it's here. supposed to be Fight Club, so it's just like, yo, you know, we don't. You're not supposed to talk about Fight Club, so no, I just walked into a door. Yeah, you know? yeah, but and and look, any any guy out there listening to this knows that when you're younger, when when you're getting in a fight, like like women will, will be in a fight with each other, and they just won't talk for months and months or, or years, years and years. Like I grew up with a lot of brothers, we would be in some of the most the biggest knockdown dragout fights. Thirty minutes later, we're we're laughing at something together. Yeah, it's like just, it never happened. Yeah, it's just like, you know, you get it out of your system. It's like the NHL. You get it out of your system. Right. So. so, All right. There you go. Thanks, Kev. Yep. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the uh, Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, coming up next, there is um, 
some people in the world of sports had some very disturbing things to say. Well, they didn't really, but somebody on this show decided to make them sound really inappropriate. Find out who we're talking about next on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Neil weaving right. (laughs) The hell is that? Uh, Let me, uh, oh yeah, Ralph's here. Ralph's taking over uh, in about 10 minutes from now, huh? Aloha, brother. I hate Ralph. Uh, All right, uh, by the way, uh, 10 minutes from now here on FSR. Anthony Gargano and Lincoln Kennedy will be here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, So uh, Gargano and Kennedy, the fellas, uh, one of the better shows here on Fox Sports Radio. So I'm always uh, happy to be the undercard for the main event that is Anthony Gargano and Lincoln Kennedy coming up uh, less than 10 minutes from now. They'll have all sorts of fun stuff uh, in the NFL. And, And Anthony Gargano, the pride of Philadelphia, who's got a busy, busy calendar with the Sixers in the playoffs. He's got the uh, the Flyers in the playoffs. He's got Gabe Kapler calling for pitchers in the bullpen that aren't there. It's like a magic trick. Just crazy, crazy things happening in Philadelphia. So uh, Gargano and Kennedy coming up less than 10 minutes from now here on FSR. Right now, though, here on Fox Sports Radio, it is time for this. Out of it's time to make people in sports sound even worse than they already did this week. Similar to this long sentence that I just read. What? It's out of context. Unfortunately, we came up on the short end again. You want to be a good shooter, you got to shoot. If you don't want it, I'm going to get it. Simple as that. He's ready to swing. I got over my water balls that I've been doing for three out of four years. <laughs> I might even shower in this thing. I think I maybe have had it off for ten minutes since I, once since I got it. It's not just that simple that you can flip the switch. That's why I snapped. Hopefully, me even do one better and get in the red somehow. The feeling... I just felt some electricity out there. It was amazing. God may we No, I've not I've not picked up uh, the Duke. It's good to feel things uh things aren't going well, but uh you know, just calm it down. Um you know, let my hands work. Ooh. Wow, very, very interesting. Mike Mayer, the uh the author of Out of Context, very erotic finish to uh this week's edition. By the way, anybody happen to catch up with Andrew Luck and ask what he thought about his um, the HBO documentary they did about him earlier this week? <laughs> hey, I'm telling you, man, Andrew Luck looks like Andre the Giant. I don't give a rip what anybody says. Sounds like him, too. Andrew the Giant, man. Uh, so we're going to be back on the air coming up uh, 3 a.m. Eastern time, midnight Pacific tomorrow morning. So we've got all sorts of stuff. NBA playoffs are going on. Uh, more out of the NFL. All sorts of crazy stuff. Uh, we also will be playing pro wrestler or porn star that we do every single week. The reason I bring that up is because for the second straight year, the Ellen Show has stolen our idea. That's right. Coachella, that giant B.O. fest in the middle of the desert here in California where uh, they've got musical, like 400 bands are playing and performing. They had some yodeling uh, kid out there on Friday. Coachella is in town this weekend. And so the Ellen Show decided they were going to come up with a creative game. One that they, I guess, thought they invented. And the name of the game was Coachella Band or Porn Star. 
Yet another example, while everybody sits here and likes to take jokes and swings and say, oh, that's why you guys are in the middle of the night. Hey, people steal our bits. They steal our ideas. Pro wrestler porn star is the original. It originated on this show, on these airwaves, and it'll be back tomorrow morning. As will Iowa Sam, Mike Mayer, myself, Ralph Irvin. Thank you to Kevin Figures tonight and many of you for participating Gargano and Kennedy are next here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas, son of a bitch. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.